This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Welcome to Hawkside Guns. This is a, uh, a very good week for me. I bought a new shotgun. Surprise, I know. And uh, you can't have my H&K, so stop asking. <laughs> oh, I was waiting. I was like, oh, he's going to sell it. He's got too many, and I'll be there. <laughs> no, I was waiting. I I'm like, oh, if he's stupid enough to give me that H&K, I ain't going to let it go. No, I was, uh, I was, sh- I was sure I had a shot at that one because I'd have found the money for that. But uh, no, I did. Um, I was sitting around, and you know, we always like are looking for what's next, right? We always, and, and that's always our question. You know, you got this, what's next? And for me, I I made the mistake of watching a bunch of videos at lunch the other day, uh, and like the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and I just got immersed in this whole. Uh, and I, I, you'll know where I'm going with this because you've seen the gun. But uh, I started watching a lot of Jerry uh, uh, Michalik. Yeah, Michalik, I believe is how it's pronounced. I think. I've heard I've heard Michalik and I've heard Michalik, uh, but I, I'm going to say Michalik because because uh, I I don't know. It's I've heard I'll, that a couple of times. I'll I'll admit I spend more time watching Lena than him, but Oof. that's uh, <laughs> there. Well, Lena's there too, and and my. God, is that girl good with a shotgun? Uh, that's all I'm saying. I mean, she's good with anything, but I watch her with a shotgun, and I'm like, oh, she's scary. I like her. Uh, she's also dorky and kooky and just looks like she'd be a lot of fun just to hang out She with. looks like she'd be a lot of fun to shoot with, you know, because she's, she's like, yeah, let's try that. Oh, missed that one. All right, try it again, you know, and she's just – it's like hanging out with one of the guys, and I know that's weird, but I married one of those. Right, I, I married one of the girls who was like into action movies and guns and and stuff like that, and and she's one of the guys, and she tells dirtier jokes than I do. I mean, it's it's just sounds it, it's just fun to be around. I married my best friend, and that for that reason, and now she, she makes you watch lesbian cowboy shows. Uh, yes, she does. Uh, as a matter of fact, she does do that. Um, there's a lot of Winona Earp in my house. Uh, I, I, now, now, for the record, before I get myself in trouble for having said that, I was not suggesting that that was a bad thing. She, she, well, you know, at least the lesbian stuff in it is hot, and they have guns, and she wears leather pants with a bunt line on her hip, and you know Egg. what? There's worse stuff, okay? Exactly, see? Uh, that's my all I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> there's worse stuff. You're going to be stuck with something. There's worse stuff than leather pants and a bunt line, all right? And the little sister carries a shotgun everywhere she goes, and I'm like, this show's okay. <laughs> but I was watching a lot of Jerry Mischilic, Mischlick, whatever his name, JM, and uh, I was watching a lot of his videos and everything where they went through the development of the 940. Now, if you are familiar with Mossberg shotguns, uh, I don't like their pistols and their rifles. I've had some very bad problems with, but okay, look, I'll be even more direct than you are. Their pistols are are usable. Their rifles are crap. I I couldn't get the the rifle that I was shooting. I think it was a Patriot. I could not get it to pattern correctly. I, I don't know what was happening, but something was wrong. And it wasn't the optics. I changed optics two, two or three times. I tried iron sight. This thing no, would not it, pattern. It, it, it was the rifle. Their rifles are, are garbage. It, it would not pattern. And I'm like... Make, make an excellent shotgun in a passable handgun. Their shotguns are 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 inexpensive but top-notch. Uh, depending on who you ask, the, the Mossberg 500 is probably the best-selling shotgun in the world other than the 870. They're right up there together. And the fact that Mossberg was selling when the 870 wasn't, I bet you the, the, the 500's got them at this point. But that said, I'm a big fan of their shotguns. It's everything I like in a gun, right? It's inexpensive. It, it's honest. It's hardworking. It lasts forever. It's easy to replace. They're, they're, and they're, they're fine guns. I own a 500, a, a 410 in the closet. I've had a 500s before. Um, I briefly had a 930, which is their automatic version. And I'll be honest, I didn't like it much. It, it felt sort of like a mix of like we're trying to get there, but you know we're trying to add all these things, and we're not quite sure why we're doing it in some cases. And, and well, 
Remember, it wasn't built as a field gun. It was built as a tactical semi-automatic shotgun. Right. And But even then, they, they kind of missed the boat a little bit on it. And when they contacted Jerry and Lena and said, hey, would you use these? Jerry and Lena went, yeah, sure. You know, Mossberg's a hardworking gun. We, we have no problem with that because they did what they did with every other gun they got to shoot. Now, Jerry and Lena are big three-gun competition people um national champions world champions you know like they they are really good if i understand correctly last year was the first year that lena actually came in only second for in a long time yeah i mean they are really the best in the business uh when it comes to three-gun competitions now i am not a three-gun person my pistol work is will never be described as anything better than passable (laughs) acceptable perhaps you know Uh, but uh my rifle work is uh, especially on the move is uh we'll just go ahead and call it pitiful but uh i'm okay if i'm stable and i'm I'm, you know prone or something like that but i'm not really particularly good with a rifle and my shotgun stuff's uh, pretty good on average but uh i'm not going to say exceptional or great or anything but i'm pretty good with a shotgun these these people are in a league so far, I'm not even in the same sport as these people, uh, as as Jerry and Lena, and I, you know, they they have a long history of competition with this, and they said, yeah, we'll take this the 930 and and do what we do with it, and the first thing they did is disassemble the whole thing, put it on a welder, you shave stuff off, they replace stuff, they put you know these big loading ramps on them and and just all this stuff which is the what you have to do to a a stock out of the box gun to make it competition ready at the level they play at and mossberg did something very innovative and special and something you would have thought that somebody had thought of prior to yeah they listened to them they went over and it's famous you can read it all over all over the internet the mossberg went to jerry's house and said we're designing a new gun what do we do what what do we do to make this competition ready? Better for you, better for people using the shotgun who want to shoot quick, who want a good gun, who who are looking to do the kinds of things you do with them. What do we do? And of course, they couldn't have picked a better expert to go and say, "Oh, let me show you what I do," and then maybe you can take some inspiration for that. And that's exactly what they did. The they literally they started this in 2018 and they came out with it last year. And and for record, that was actually delayed for COVID as well because they actually introduced it at the last shot show prior to COVID. Oh, absolutely. And, they and just it didn't. Just, it just never could had an opportunity to come out. Yeah, they just didn't make any of them because they couldn't. Right? They they just they didn't have the. Uh, the, the wherewithal and the manufacturing and the people were out and the factory was closed and it was just a, it was just a difficult thing it, to do. It was actually one of the ones that people kept coming into the store asking for and we were just chuckling and saying, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Good luck, you know. Uh, but they, they came out with the 940 JM Pro, uh, which is really what they designed. They designed a three gun competition for world champions out of the box is what they really wanted to do and they changed several things. Uh, many things actually about the the 930 into the 940. It sounds like it's just a, a incremental thing, and they changed a little bit. Not so. They changed freaking everything uh, from the 930 to 940. It is a giant leap in shotgun technology, and I, I don't say that very often because te- technology really doesn't happen to shotguns. They're very simple creatures, uh, generally speaking. But in this case, Mossberg well, of all this people. Would act, this, this would actually be like Glock turning into shadow systems because they actually went out to people who used their guns and said, hey, I know you take the thing right out of the box and the first thing you do is start modifying it. Why don't you tell us what we'll do and that's what we'll just sell you. Yeah, we'll just make that. You know? and, and that's what Mossberg did. They just they went to the people who modify the hell out of these things the moment they take them out of the box in order to make them into something special and said, just tell us what that is and we'll just do it. And, and we'll just, just open the box. Yeah, and we'll go, just hey. make that. 
And what they wound up doing is making it a comp- out-of-the-box competition gun. And there's some really, really interesting features with this that I was surprised about. One, the whole thing's fucking thinner. The whole thing. They tapered everything. Um, the handle is thinner. The uh, forend is thinner. It's also been shaved down for speed loading, which we'll talk in a minute. Um, they redid the gas system. That uh, uh, so that they could get better uh, distances between incremental cl- cleanings. I think it's 1,500 rounds before you have to clean the thing because they changed the piston, they t- or the the uh, spring, they changed the ports, they changed the they changed the entire since captured spring system, which is amazing, and you don't have near as much wear and tear on it. They they have ports all over the thing. Everything's gold anodized, so it's easy to clean. Uh, they made the synthetic stock. Now, it only comes in a synthetic stock, which I don't normally like. But uh, one of the smartest things they did, in my personal opinion, is made it so that they have three or four spacers that come with the thing. So you can make it to the length of pull that you need all the way down to, I think, 11 and a half inches or 12 inches, all the way up to 14. So you can make this gun whatever length will work for you, be you a smaller framed person, perhaps a woman, Lena, uh, or or somebody of uh, substantial size who needs a 14 and change gun to throw to their shoulder, you can do that. The JM Pro version has all anodized control surfaces. So the cap of the gun with the extension tube is gold anodized. The bolt charge handle is, is uh, anodized, gold anodized. The bolt release, the trigger, the safety. Is, is that the one you bought? You bought the bling one, didn't you? I didn't. I, you'd be so no? proud of me. I did not. I did not. I bought the... Uh, I Well, and, and here's the thing. You got all that stuff and all the shave down, everything, and the and the, the notch not taken out of the, the ramp so you don't pinch your thumb when you're doing the, uh, the dual and quad loading, which this gun is the only gun out of the box in the world that you can do speed dual and quad loading because they arranged, they made the uh, forend exactly the same uh, distance or the same uh, height as the loading ramp. So you can just take your hand and John Wick style load it like that. And because that's how Jerry and Lena shoot. And they're like, look, the reason we have to shave these down is because this is always in the way. They're like, well, let us just redesign the whole gas system for you so that you can get this slimmer feel and this thinner forend, and that way you can speed load when it's up on your shoulder. And they're like, yeah, that would be useful. Thank you. So they did. They completely redesigned the gas system for it. So they, they, they all of that, I mean, everything. You know, they had the extensions. They've got a, a either a bronze or a gold anodized, depending on which. I think it's bronze and both, actually. Um and then the uh, the follower, sorry, it's escaped my brain. Uh, they've got a bright orange follower so that you can see when it's unloaded and you're finally out of ammunition. Uh, it, it's just, it's really well done. The the waist on it is tapered like an 870 almost. Not quite. I know that's blasphemy to say, but it almost is. Um, and it's just really, really solidly built for competition. Now, the problem with that, and they did a fantastic job. Both Lena and Jerry love it. It's It's a huge leap forward in shotgun design. And because it's the first com- competition, out of the box competition auto loading shotgun that can win. I mean, it can win right out of the box. You don't have to do nothing to it to win a, a competition because Lena and Jerry have done nothing to it and they're still winning with it. It is that good. It has become the gun for three gun, uh, for shotgun portion of the three gun competition, period. Now, the problem with that for me is the 940JM Pro is $1,000, just just over $1,000. And I was interested in playing with it because I've been watching all these movie or uh, all these videos of them talking about it and and doing all that and I don't have a fast loader like this and and I'm like, yeah, it's nice, but $1,000 is a lot of gun for something I just want to play with and kind of try. And I uh, I couldn't get my hands on one because they they I mean you can't buy one for love of money once they get them in they're already pre pre sold I mean they don't even get in the door and get on the shelf uh, with a JM Pro you I mean they're they're pre sold every one of them they'll put down five six hundred dollars as a deposit for when one of these things comes in uh, the three gun guys just just scoop them up but what I found 
is the uh, 940 Pro Field or 940 Field Pro. They're $350 less, and it has all the same things, except it doesn't have the uh, extended tube, which I don't care about because I'm not doing three-gun. Uh, it doesn't have the gold anodized, which hurts me a little bit because I do like a blingy gun. I do like a blingy gun. It is black all the way across. You gave up a piece of your soul on that one. A little bit, but it was expensive. <laughs> so I'm hoping what I can do is just, um, you know, later on uh, order some replacement parts for it in the gold anodized. So I'll order a charge handle and a and a bolt release and a gold trigger and and a gold uh, you know uh, safety and stuff like that and just kind of build my own version of it. But the 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 940 Field Pro is about seven hundred and thirty dollars where I am in the country, and uh, those don't go quite as fast. Now, what people do is they'll order a 940 field and then just make it into a JM. Uh, for And JM stands for Jerry Michelik, of course. But uh, they'll make it into a JM if they can't find a JM. So uh, the fields do go, but they don't go quite as fast. And I had an old Springfield that I just finished restoration on and several hundred dollars worth of gift cards. So I went to my local store and uh, uh, Shields and was like, I want one of those, the 940s, you know. And the guy's like, okay, what do you got, you know. And, and I showed him the thing, and he's like, okay, well, that's going to be – I think they gave me like 300 bucks for it, and I had $700, and I made him take Tony. And I took the crap – I like I bought the worst version of a new – 940 field um it had scratches all over it which you know they've been it's you know it's been handled it's got marks on it from the racks and marks on it from other stuff which i knew i could fix with a paint pen like a black uh, birchwood casey paint pen i'm like take 25 dollars off of it (laughs) so they took 25 bucks off of it and i wound up paying for a brand new never been shot 940 field i wound up paying less than 300 bucks out of pocket I think it was 285 or 286. Damn. Which to play with it was was worth it to me. You know, just to just to see, you know, like okay, how does this work? Does it does it do what they say it will do? And of course, mechanically it's the same as a JM. You know, it doesn't have the extended choke tube, it doesn't have the extended magazine, but everything else effectively is the same on a field. It's just all black. So, I'm like Okay, let's see. And I took it out this morning. And you know what? It's it's really pretty nice. I mean, I don't generally like all blacked out field guns. But as far as function goes, this thing's pretty freaking smooth. Uh, it, it does fire very fast. Uh, I, I don't know exactly. I mean, wait for uh, the Gould Brothers to figure out how fast it is. As far Like, I'm not the world's fastest shooter by any stretch of the imagination, I'm sure. Right now, I think the reigning champion for for speed on an automatic shotgun is an SX-4. Um, but it feels just as fast as an SX-4 to me. It really does. Um, I tried the uh, the dual load. I can't quad load. There's not, like, I do not have the dexterity to quad load. Um, like, Lena and Jerry have been doing it for years. I get it. I, I don't have the hand dexterity to keep four in my hand, load, and then load. I just don't. Like, I haven't got it yet. But I can dual load with it, and it works exactly like they say it should. You just shove it down in and just, just flick your hand down, John Wick style, and your hand does not get caught. It does not get caught. I was super impressed. It uh, it shoots very quickly. Uh, comes to your shoulder pretty quick. It's very light, uh, but doesn't have a lot of kickback on it. it. It's really well done. I was impressed. Mossberg, of all people, who'd have thought, you know, five, ten years ago, who'd have thought Mossberg would have the best competition, fast gun, uh, three gun uh, shotgun. No, I've always expected Mossberg to have the most tacked out, you know, blow somebody halfway across the room gun. Right. Not a competition or a field gun. Yeah, not a very finessed competition gun and an excellent field gun. This It makes an excellent... I mean, all these things work for competition, yes, but they make a just cherry field gun. Actually, the best story I ever heard about a Mossberg shotgun was a... 
uh, private in the military who got yelled at because he discarded his Mossberg shotgun when it got hit by a round and was non-functional anymore. And the sergeant yelled at him for throwing away a perfectly good club. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of how you look at it, because old Mossberg 500s, which is what the military, it's what everybody no, used. No, you know? military uses the 590s. Oh, I'm sorry, the 590s. You are now, absolutely Now, with correct. that said, especially when it comes to being used as a club, the only difference between the 500 and the 590 is uh, more metal construction in the actual receiver. Yep. Mm-hmm. It sure does. And, man, you 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 could beat st- people with it. Uh, absolutely. you can. I mean, they're very sturdy. Mossberg makes these things very, very tough. And they... They generally don't have the refinement that something like a, I don't know, a Browning or a Benelli or a Beretta would normally have. But but that's not what they were designed for. Though. Not at all. Uh, they're designed to be cheap, affordable, and and efficient, you know, reliable. Well, the best way to put it is, is it's almost like saying that your average AR doesn't have the refinement of a um, Remington 700. Yeah. <laughs> You know, of course it doesn't. It's no. not designed for the same thing. It's not supposed to. Uh, it's it's just, it, you don't normally expect that out of a Mossberg. I mean, Mossberg prides itself in being the cheapest pump action you can buy at Walmart, you know, uh, which you can. You can go down right now today in any Walmart that is still selling guns. You can go down and buy a Maverick 88 for 189 bucks today, right? Uh, and it'll it'll work. You know, your grandchildren have that gun. And it'll still work. It's it. That's what they're made for. And this was expensive for a Mossberg. I got to admit, like I wasn't prepared to pay seven hundred. I would not have paid seven hundred thirty dollars, seven fifty, seven sixty by the time you get done with tax. I would not have paid that for a nine forty, even field. Um, that's the Beretta new cost. The, the Ultima I have costs about that much. I mean, that's Beretta money for a Mossberg. The fact that I I traded in and I had some gift cards and stuff like that put it under three hundred bucks and I was like you know what that's I mean that's enough that I I really kind of want to play with it and see kind of how it does and you know after having shot it it may be worth the seven fifty you know it's it's really well done as far as as the refinements they put in it and the way it feels and the way it shoots it's very quick swings quick well, if you come up with another one for like 285 somewhere along the line pick it up i'll pay you for it <laughs> now 750 i'm not enough in the shotguns for that but yeah if you find it at 300 bucks i'll pay you for i'll pay you back for that yeah i mean it's uh, it's it's really well done i was very surprised um it's not a looker the one i have is not a looker the field is of course is as stripped down as they make the 940 i mean it has all black everything now it has all the same mechanics it's just not pretty <laughs> not pretty it's not pretty and you know i like a pretty gun you know like the 940 <laughs> jm the it is so, it is a pretty gun so you're saying is you'd shoot it but you wouldn't sit on the couch next to it and stroke it no i don't i don't uh i put it back <laughs> i got home i cleaned it i put it back in the bag it's not it's not precious. you know it's not one of those okay it's really not but uh, it, it, uh, it it did do i was very surprised um i guess i shouldn't have been you know because uh, Jerry Michalik would not have let anybody put his name on something that didn't come up to snuff. They, oh, no. he, he wouldn't have. Uh, it is it is excellently designed. It is I see why they spent the time and the money to do it. I I didn't expect it to work quite that well. It's it makes a hell of a field gun. Uh, I can I, I mean it's very rugged. It's very the only niggle I have about it is the way I pull the bolt back, the the where I position my hand and my finger and all that kind of stuff, because the the release stud sticks out so much and is so prevalent, when you're pulling the bolt back, my knuckle tends to to hit the release stud on the the nine forty. Uh, because the 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 charging handle is fat and thick, but it's not long like a Beretta's or a, a an SX fours. It's kind of just fat and chunky and your knuckle winds up hitting the uh hitting the release on the because uh, it sticks yeah, up so but, much but if you think about it, once again what it's designed for it, you know what you're going to want to be able to do is charge it before you actually go out there in which case you can do that slowly and watch your knuckles 
But what you really want to be able to do quickly after you slammed four shells into it is find the release button. Yeah, and that's that's really what it's for. I mean, I'm not the standard user for this, right? I, like, guy who goes out, drags it into the middle of a field, and busts clays is not who this was designed for. It works well for that. I'll be honest. It works great. Uh, and if you were shooting, if you were hunting with this, it'd be fantastic. But really what it is, is a high end competition gun. And I was very surprised at not only the level of workmanship and quality. Now it's, it's a Mossberg. It's not like you're not you're still, even with all the stuff that's tacked onto the JM, it isn't like a Benelli. It isn't pretty. It isn't. You don't look at that and go, wow, you know, this is really a refined gun. No, 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 no. You're not going to be rubbing this one with a diaper? No, not at all. Um, You know, but the thing with this is you kick it down a flight of stairs, it'll be just fine. (laughs) You know, like it's a different animal. It's it's a well-built competition gun. It's it's funny, you know, it's it's similar. I do the same thing with pistols. The which the one I would take out of the safe to look to show somebody and go, ooh, ah. It's not the same one that I'd take with me for the end of the world because I knew it would survive everything and be there for me. Yeah, the the one you take to defend against a zombie apocalypse is this one or the Ultima. You know, because those are just dyed in the wool, not going to break down, not going to have a problem. You know, world beating, we're going to kill some stuff today. You know, though that's, that's what you bring this out for. Uh, if I'm going to show off, out comes the stainless... Uh, SX4 or the uh, Bestone Walnut Ithaca 37 or something like like I have pretty guns. This ain't one of those. This is exceedingly functional, very well engineered, and just a, a great gun for for competition use. It also, as as it turns out, makes a fantastic field gun. So I was very surprised, and for what I wound up paying for it. Uh, out of the box, it is very, very usable. Even the version I have, which is not the Pro, uh, or the uh, the JM, very, very usable. Uh, I recommend it if if you're into competition guns at all, competition shotguns at all. Man, I, I mean, you'd have to pay. Like, uh, give you an example, okay? Benelli's com- competitor to this, which is a very nice gun, very usable, is actually not only less good as far as speed and and loading and all that stuff, it's less good. It's also $1,100 more than the 940JM Pro. I mean, to get this level, you're going to have to spend two to three times the amount of money and modify it as well. Right, because the the it's the only out of the box competition gun that lets you do quad loading like this and and dual loading the way it's taught, you know, the way that that experts teach you to do it and and really fast three gun people do it out of the box. It's the only one in the world. So, I mean, why? I mean, if you were a serious competition guy, why wouldn't you want this? This is this is it. Right now, I mean, and I'm sure everybody else is going to be doing this to their competition. Like, Benelli is tooling up right now to go, oh, crap, we're behind. You know, same with everybody else. Like, oh, shit, we're... Well, the the, the funny thing is is that if you even just going with um, handguns and, and rifles, they uh, the, their um, uh, handgun and rifles that they actually use all both come from SIG. Uh-huh. So after this happened with Mossberg, both of them over, went over to SIG and went, Hey, we just did this with Mossberg. Do you want to do the same thing? Because um, the jeez, uh, uh, the three twenty X Legion is, for all intents and purposes, their design. The, the competition gun that they have, uh, the full size, yeah, with the flared magwells and all that kind of stuff. That uh, as well as the grip that is not full on aluminum, but has uh, metal mixed in with the polymer to make it heavier. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, going into the physics of these things that I don't even understand. Uh, well, actually, I take that back. I understand, but I didn't know until somebody told me. Even though a aluminum frame firearm is heavier, you still don't lose as much perceived recoil because it doesn't flex like polymer does. Right. So by taking and actually adding the weight of the metal into the polymer, but also leaving the flexibility of the polymer, you end up with something that actually took a lot of the kick out of it. Yeah, and that makes a difference, you know. Like if oh, you're shooting competition, yeah. yeah, if you're shooting competition, uh, this makes a huge difference, you know. Now you don't have as much problem with that with a shotgun because they're heavier, right? They're, y- yes, uh, they're um, they're just heavier I, animals. And I know they've got a, and they didn't put their names on them. They just basically at that point kind of gave some thought processes on how to make their guns a little bit more competition worthy. Uh, even though they are both part of Six Hours Team. Um, <laughs> But uh, and I, I don't know what they did with rifles because I don't know enough about them. But they've kind of done the same sort of thing with the rifles coming out of there as well. I, I you know, it's it's been impressive. Just and and anybody who who knows anything about competition, uh, you like competition in sport breeds you know, technology because if you have that little bit of edge. It will like it works this way for sure in cars as well, right? That's that's you're solving engineering problems, and they take the lessons that they learned from racing, and they they wind up trickling down into all the other things that they have, right? You know, rubber compound for for the racing tires. They figure out how to make them better, stronger, so they last more laps. And then later on, when they you know a couple years down the road, when they use those same rubber compounds on regular tires. They, you know, you went from a fifteen to twenty thousand mile tire to a sixty thousand mile tire uh, because they can uh, adjust them. Wheel technology, engine technology, fuel economy—all those things kind of stem from racing in that competitive world because they're learning engineering and they're solving engineering problems. They're doing the same thing with firearms. The the competition end of it produces technology that was just not available before. Because nobody was ever trying to solve this problem. I will win if you can make the gun do this. Oh, well, well, yeah, we could do that, I think. Here, let's try this, you know. And and it works. So, uh, and all that stuff kind of, like you're saying, bleeds down into other things. You know, it's a better trigger, right? Well, we know how to make that trigger now. Let's just put it in everything, you know. <laughs> We know how to make these oversized bolts. Yeah, let's put it in everything. You know, this gas system works great. You know what? The whole line can have that. You know, it doesn't matter because they're already making it. Let's just shove it in everything else. And that's kind of how it breeds a, a, a leap forward in technology for firearms. Now, you know, they're not ray guns yet or anything like that or rail guns or anything. But still, it. It's a huge difference between if you look at 20 years ago, competition guns from 20 years ago were Remington 1100s with their gas ring problems and their weird, you know, like your 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 hands getting bit trying to dual load and all that stuff. They fixed all that now. So there's there's a, a lot of technology that happens in in competition that really is better for the sport and better for people who who use the, the weapon systems. Just completely, like some Yahoo out in a field shooting clays benefits from high-performance competitive shooters like Jerry and Lena. <laughs> and well, I have and nothing to do with it. At least they listen to their shooters because... I... I had an opportunity to go shooting, not this, not this weekend, but the previous previous one, and it was really kind of funny. My brother was playing again with the uh, Walther PPK that he bought from me, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it to say that it beat it, it bit him bloody is an understatement. <laughs> um, and as he's as he's walking back, I look at him and you know bit you up a little bit there, and he shows me his hand, and you know yeah, his, his in between his thumb and his forefinger bleeding, and my father looks at me and asks. Why does it do that? And my response was because somebody at Walder with a German accent went, because it does, damn it. You hit the targets, didn't you? It is unimportant. <laughs> you know, I I mean, with Walther, you never can tell. You know, it's like one of those things. 
Because the contract with the demon requires blood, you know. I mean, it's you want to hit the target, you must pay the demon, you know. And and to have technology where it's just like it just freaking works, you know. It works and it works well. And <laughs> but see, that's the thing about the the Walder PPK. As much as I do not enjoy shooting it in the least. Oh, but you hold a great pattern, don't you? Oh, it is one of the most accurate firearms I have ever shot. <laughs> That's the problem I had with the Bursa, which is basically a, a, a PPK clone. God, I, it took me moving to a Beretta 92FS to hold a better pattern than I did with that stupid Bursa. And that Bursa bit me time after time after time and i got so tired of it but i held such a damn good pattern with it i was just like you know what i'm done i'm done it's bit me for the last time i'm i'm super done with this i'm gonna get something else and it took me moving to a beretta 92 to hold a better pattern because it just shoots well it just does and i it's it's tough to let that go even as much as painful as it is it's just like god Dang, man, like, what do you have to do? Uh, I mean, which is why, like any of those guns you wind up shooting well with, it's hard to let them go, because you're like, but I hold a great pattern with that. <laughs> that works. <laughs> it's, it's great. Look, look, look at that pattern. Look, I can wrap my finger around all of that entire pattern. That was yeah, like 25 I, yards, I, man. I started playing with those P30s, and... Uh... Especially when it's in single action mode, the, the trigger is so stinking light that first of all, it's almost like it's like scary light. It's kind of like, OK, I'm not going to cock this before I'm ready, because if I breathe on it, it might go off. <laughs> but uh, it, it, oh, it's just such a pleasure. To shoot. <laughs> I just I, I, I marvel at some of the things. And it winds up making weird-looking guns sometimes, right? Like when they finally figure something out, and they're like, all right, here it is. Yeah, it looks funny, but there's a reason it looks funny. Look at this, you know? Uh, and you you wind up with some of those. And it's, it's just because the PPK doesn't look like anything else. Like nothing looks like a PPK, right? Well, now, there's no, a take, reason yeah. for that. <laughs> okay, nothing looks like that style of gun. A lot of people have made it. Yeah, exactly. Sid, Sid but, made one for a while that looks just like it. Um, Smith and Wesson made one that looks for a while that looked just like it. It was a piece of crap, but they made it. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I think Sig went and lost its mind. They just made a foldable, foldable uh, 22 Magnum revolver for your pocket. Oh, that's weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> odd. Um, have you seen the... The, the foldable uh, ones that take just two cartridges that they're supposed to look like either like a credit card or a cell phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Well, they're kind of going for the same thing, but rather than just giving it two shells, it's uh, a full five-shell revolver uh, of twenty two Magnum. <laughs> and it just kind of – I'm looking at it going, it doesn't look right. Now, I will give it actually some credit because as, as many of those little two-shot uh, credit card ones that I sold – uh, I sold them to everybody with the caveat is, is that if you're looking to be able to get this out, deploy it properly, quickly, it ain't going to happen. By the time you get this thing unfolded and ready to shoot, you're already dead. Oh, yeah. No, and, you need but, a lot of time. But I will. So I will say that they actually the Smith & Wesson one looks like it's actually much, much easier to deploy than the other one was. It's still a dumbass idea. It's still not a great plan, man. It's not... I don't know. It, to, to me, I'm just looking at that going, no, no, I don't think so. Although, I will say this. Uh, I was at uh, at a range the other day with a friend of mine, and he had gotten his hands on a P365-380. And I ran four mags through it, and it is just a sweetheart. I bet you, consider the fact that the, the P365 handles 9mm as far as recoil, very well for for a gun that size. Yes. We'll throw that caveat in there for a gun that size. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not as well behaved as my Beretta, but nothing's uh, gonna be. No. Uh, so my, but I would imagine that if you bring the round down to a 380, that it is probably a just a dream. Yeah, it is. It's really. I mean, it's very mild mannered, and it handles just very, very cleanly, and you can just kind of point it, and it kind of just works. Uh, I mean, if I'd have had the money for it, I'd have just bought one. 
Um, now, the problem is they're going pretty quick right now. Everybody likes the idea. Uh, the Now, the one he had, and I don't know if they come with a different one, but the one he had was only 10 rounds. Uh, and there's no, he said it didn't come with an extended magazine, you know, to fit another two or something like that in there. But it's a 10 round magazine f- with a flush foot fit. But, but even then, 10 rounds of 380. That's pretty good me. in a gun that small. Exactly. I mean, it's, it was really pretty compact, tight, and the trigger in it's great. And it's just. Uh, well, it, but even then, think about the logic behind it. If you're going with a 380 instead of a 9 millimeter, you're already willing to compromise a little. Not a lot, but a yeah. little. Yeah. But I mean, so so the idea that you can't get that extra two rounds in there just to have that extra little bit of shootability, um, yeah, I don't I don't see a problem with that. It still has more in my spectrum. I mean, my exactly. spectrum only holds eight, so I, I I'm like, boy, this is nice. <laughs> this is really nice, man. I was super super impressed. I really was. I didn't, uh, and you know, I I normally prefer 380 anyway. Um, yeah. I just kind of do. Uh, it's smaller. It's less heavy on your hip. It's it, it's just better uh, for me anyway. Uh, there's not uh, there's not the same kind of you know belt drag you have with uh, with something you know a little bit bigger. You, but you, you need a better belt. Man, I hate wearing steel core belts, man. It's still heavy. <laughs> it's still heavy. You know, the belts, you just make up for the rounds in the freaking belt. Get a little bit fatter. It'll work. <laughs> Get a little bit fatter. <laughs> no, I, I tell you what, as a fat guy, um, you know, as and who usually wore either thin dress pant belts that he got, the nice thin dress pant belts he got from, uh, uh, like Nordstrom or cheap ass leather belts he got from Walmart, who to actually get a nice, thick steel core belt, my pants stay up better than they ever have, <laughs> and that's with a gun on my belt. <laughs> so, go, go buy yourself a new belt. I don't know, man. I it's uh, it, well the the only thing is, you know, like those things, like like a three sixty five, three eighty. I don't know how much they are where you are, but where they are for me, it's like five hundred bucks without yeah, breaking I, sweat. I, I, I haven't seen one yet, but uh, but that that being said, four ninety nine ninety nine for just your standard three sixty five is about what they're going for right now. Yeah. Uh, around here, they're 500. If you can find one, now they're pretty scarce because they get snapped up pretty quick. Now I made fun of it, saying why would Sig do this? They're late to the market, but of course they're Sig, and they're like, <laughs> it's a 365. Everybody's gonna want one, and they're right. I kind of do. Uh, they're like they finally made a 365 that I'm gonna bite on. I'm pretty sure. Once it, uh, like, I mean, we know I'm a fan. Oh yeah, I mean, one day it's gonna line up. And I'm going to have the money and the opportunity at the same time, and I will have one. I'm I mean, pretty it, sure. It took me four years of switching out grips and slides to finally come up with the combination that really just makes my soul happy. <laughs> but 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 I found it, and it's a 365. Well, hey, you know, I mean, that's that's what you do. I mean, you you have to find what works for you and what's what's going to happen and and how well, it's going to work. And... I, I I settled on the extended grip, the flat face trigger, and a stainless steel SAS slide. <laughs> Could you get any more ridiculous? <laughs> the only thing that would be worse is if you carried around that really nice one that you've got. Oh. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, that actually is the one I would grab in the zombie apocalypse because it is the best shooter I have. Oh my god, that's a that's a even I who like normally SIGs are just very utilitarian for me. That's a pretty ass gun. It really I, is. Yeah, I, I still have the uh, the wood grips uh, off to the side somewhere. I still just have the the G10 grips on it, and I don't I don't think that's going to change unless I decide I want to hang it on the wall or something like that. <laughs> there, I mean, it's it's very pretty, and I. Can, but I I but see. I also, as of yet, will not put that thing into a Kydex holster. That one goes in a leather holster, damn oh, you. you damn right. All right. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's... I have Kydex holsters for everything else except that one. It's like buying a Lamborghini and parking it in a carport, you know? <laughs> like, no! <laughs> no! Okay. 
I am going to go through one of our tangential thought processes here that has absolutely nothing to do with the topic of this uh, podcast. All right, good, ready? good. Okay. Uh, I was watching Spectre earlier today. How the hell did they crowbar Dave Batista into that Ferrari? <laughs> It it did not look like he should fit, you know. No, actually, what it looks like is they is because they you don't show they don't show him getting in or out. It, it, it looks like what they kind of did was disassembled the car and reassembled it around him. <laughs> all right, all right, Dave, just sort of sit here. We're gonna just shoehorn your ass into this car around you. Hold a breath. Hold your breath. <laughs> you know, uh, I well, and a lot of people don't realize how small Ferraris can actually be. Because they're I built can. for little short Italian people, right? <laughs> I don't fit in a car like that. I mean, they're they're pretty. I mean, I'm not a big guy. I'm only five ten and change, and there's still like uh, some Ferrari, like a three hundred eight. I don't have a lot of headroom in there. Okay, <laughs> I've been in a couple, and they don't fit me good. Uh, and F forty is a tiny car, tiny, tiny. Uh, so like if you're, I don't know how people are like six, two, six, three. I don't know how the hell they drive those things. Not even just his height, but his size. Oh yeah. His bulk. Oh God. Can you imagine like stuffing yourself in a three, five, five? Like, like there's no a dude that small, that big. There's no way his shoulders won't fit across the seat. He's going to be over into the other guy's lap. I, hell, I still remember somebody pointing at a smart car and asked me what I thought of it. And I said, only if you put the steering wheel in the center. <laughs> <laughs> and move it forward to about the windshield <laughs> i i just i no. i mean like can you imagine having an accident in one of those you just they just find you in a metal shoebox I mean, well I, you know the, the, actually and, and i've said this more about the smart cars than a car like that but you know a tractor trailer would run over you and not realize he even did it oh yeah no it would just be like hitting a speed bump was <laughs> <laughs> been some debris in the road you know, which is kind of like the the reverse of that is like a big heavy dude shooting a little bitty tiny gun. <laughs> you know, like, hey, I like my three sixty five. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew. Yeah, but but you are right. I will not. I, I, as much as I've looked at them to just be able to throw them in my pocket, I will not for that reason get one of those little uh, like North American Arms twenty two revolvers. Oh no! Yeah, no, that's terrible. Because I've always wanted one that I can just throw in my pocket. And I might have to go back to like Get a, a Spectrum, car. man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's small, thin enough. You could fit it in your pocket. Well, I can you, fit it in my you pocket. You know me. I'm OCD about these types of things, and I and certain things pop up images in my head. And every time I think of the Taurus Spectrum, I think of the old lady standing behind the guy in his pink shirt with his <laughs> M16. Holding the gun like a squirt bottle? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So I so at this point just because did she have a spectrum? Was that what that was? Yeah, was it really? Hold on here, a pink shirt oh, no. guy. I'm gonna have to look it up now. I forgot it was a spectrum. Which which was if you remember part of the funny part because he's there with this huge expensive M16 and model. She's got a freaking squirt bottle. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so he spent all. Of oh that no, it's money not. For... No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna look at this picture. No, because it, see if you can look into look find the picture where they turned them in because they even post they even uh, posted those pictures out to the media. It's a it's a silver tour spectrum. Oh no! Because the other part about the joke was um, that he spent all of that money for an M16 for himself, a military style M16, and 150 bucks on a spectrum for his wife. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think it's like a uh, maybe. Well, see, the spectrums have like these. Uh, like the the rubber at the back of the slide. This one doesn't have rubber at the back of the slide. Look, I I, I could swear that that was a spectrum. I'll, I'll admit that there's within the realm of human possibility that I'm wrong, but I remember seeing it laid out on a table in the police station and going, "Yeah, that's a spectrum." <laughs> I'll admit I could be wrong though, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Oh man, if that's a spectrum, that's just like seriously not cool. It's not. <laughs> Once again, you're standing out in front of your mansion in your pink shirt with your fifteen to fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar rifle, and your wife's got a hundred fifty dollar three eighty behind you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty terrible. Well, gunned. It's not good. Uh, let's see here. If anything, she should have been standing behind him, going, "You cheap bastard, come come get my husband." <laughs> <laughs> it's. 
mean, uh, you're just looking at it going, oh, no. Even if it's not a Taurus Spectrum, she's not like holding a Walther or something nice like that. It, 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 she's got no, a cheap No, it's POS. not a, a whatever it is. It doesn't look expensive. Uh, at most, she's got a $200 gun. All right, if you guys know what gun Patricia McClowski used, <laughs> let us know, because now I'm curious, because I don't think it's a Spectrum, because um, I have one, and I know what that looks like, and it's got a rubber it's got a rubber piece at the back of the slide, you know, like a little uh, rubber grip, and this doesn't have that. However, um, boy, it's in the family, though, isn't it? <laughs> like this... This is. Uh, I mean, the the only thing as far as just having spent money for his wife would would have been would be uh, if it was like a Seagate or something of that nature. <laughs> but under those circumstances, it's only a thirty-two. So I'm back to oh, it's a that's thirty-two all you or gave a three eighty. Yeah, I mean, it's a thirty-two or a three eighty, whatever it is. I mean, it isn't a nine millimeter. That's for damn sure. It's way too small for that. And I just I, I don't I don't know what that is. It almost looks like a Colt pony or something. Or, could or you, like a could you imagine that? Uh, are you going to vote for me? Because you remember he's running for Congress. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> are you going to vote for me? No. <laughs> why? Because you don't you don't like guns. No, I love guns. I think you bought a piece of shit for your wife. That's why I'm not like you. Have you bad don't. taste in them. That's why. <laughs> There's got to be somebody out there who knows what it is. I'm oh, still so, looking. Send me send me a picture. Here, hold on. Here. I I got I got the the picture here. Copy uh, copy image. Can I paste this in text or in chat? Uh, survey says, yes, I can. There we go. Yeah. That sucker is, that's not a Taurus Spectrum. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's not a Spectrum because it's not, it doesn't attach to the slide. Oh, that's, that is, that's a, that's a uh, PPK clone. Yeah. It's, it's like a Bursa or it's not a Bursa either. It's, it's like a PPK clone though. Yeah. If I could blow it up and see what's written on the side of it. Yeah, see, I, that's the best image I could find of it, and uh, it's it's that not... might actually say I, you know, I may have been way off. That might actually say PPK on the side of it. It looks a little bit too big to be a PPK. Well, yeah, but she might have small hands too. Uh, you know, hey, I I, I may have gotten that one a hell a hell wrong. That might actually say PPK on the side of it. I don't know. I mean, it look it's very PPK esque. Yeah, but well, uh, this this is the because this is actually the biggest, most blown up picture pick I've seen. Her husband's muzzle control is not exactly what I would say desirable either. Because no, there's no, a picture like here. It looks like he's trying to shoot her in the back of the head. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, well, there's one picture here. It looks like he's pointing, he's muzzling her right there. Okay. With that said, she has no trigger control for sure. And and I'll be damned if it doesn't look like he's aiming at her head. <laughs> it does. Not just muzzle muzzle flashing her, but actually aiming at her back of her head. There's another one he where it looks like think, he's... he may be thinking, "I can accidentally be single here right now. This could be cool." There's another one where it looks like he's he's got a pointed at her boob, you know, and you're like, "Oh crap," you know, <laughs> this does not look cool. Uh, but there's there's a ton of pictures of her gun and it's not a spec thank god it's not a spectrum i did not no, I, hey I, I may have read that situation a little bit wrong that might be a walder ppk in which, case, case, in, in which case i'm looking at her holding it with one hand with her finger on the trigger going uh, yeah all you're gonna do is smack yourself in the face with it but that's neither here nor there yeah poor trigger control for sure like he's at least got his finger off you know outside of the guard she is in the guard and on the trigger in every picture I'm seeing here, every picture has her in the garden on the trigger. And uh, once again, not holding it like she's ever shot it. Oh, no. This is like, so, like she looks like she's about ready to discipline one of the cats with a scorpion. <laughs> it, it totally does. And I know this is like two years ago, guys, So, but we're just we're fascinated by it right now. Yeah, it's just like, what the hell, man? Like, why would you, like, if you're going to, st- first of all, Dick, you know, like I mean, because he urban warfare dictates that if you're gonna do this, you do it from cover from your house, okay? Well, but okay. Oh, I got it! I got it! I got it! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Uh, firearms. Ooh, I got a closer up picture of it. Hold on. 
Well, while you're doing that, I'll go ahead and throw out there that my fascination with this has been twofold. First of all, I personally think what they did was perfectly legal and they should not have been arrested or anything of that nature for it. It's a Bryco 380. Bryco? Yep. You look huh. up Bryco. I, I bet you it's a Bryco 380. Oh, huh, okay. Hold on. Huh. I'm going to get how, a picture of it. However, the part that I find absolutely hilarious about this is the fact that in the midst of a class and race uh, protest, you've got two people who look like they just came off their porch having brunch with uh, Bloody Marys, you know, who have no concept how to, how to deal with the guns that they have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, they, they do not have any concept of this i mean oh yeah it's a piece of shit 380 yeah no it's a it's a it's a break i was wondering i was like god i've seen this gun before and i'm like scrolling through 380s <laughs> like no it's gotta be this it's gotta be this it's gotta be the no 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 it's a brico no that's it it's, it's still a piece of shit 380 <laughs> just to put it in perspective for you guys because I know I'd seen this somewhere because when I was searching for a PPK, I'm too cheap to buy a PPK. Because at the, at the time I was buying them, a PPK was was around 550 to 600 bucks. And <laughs> there, you can't touch one for seven eight hundred dollars now. Yeah. Now a Bryco 380 is somewhere in the neighborhood of a hundred bucks. You can pick up a used one. Uh, new, they're like 125, 135. I mean, they're not expensive guns. In fact, the <laughs> the Taurus Spectrum is more <laughs> is more expensive and more refined than a Bryco 380. Oh, okay. So I may have got the model wrong, but I got the intention. Correct. You got the intention completely right. I would be surprised if that mother got two rounds through it and didn't jam. Like I I <laughs> I would be very surprised. Well, it's got one of two things going on. Either the round is not hot enough to get the, uh, the the slide back all the way, so you stovepipe it, or the round is hot enough and the gun just explodes. Yeah, normally it's the the it's stovepipes, or uh, it, it's also the Brycos are famous for having um, you have to to really kind of grind and polish the ramp real good because it's kind of a gets hung on the ramp so it doesn't it has feed problems well that brings up another topic of conversation and i'm assuming that you're planning on getting here but you did get your response from sds finally correct <sighs> i did and i uh, we should probably talk about that about a month ago a little over a month ago as this was recorded i got a brand new sds imports auto loading shotgun and i took it out the for a week and or the the first day I got it and it was great and then I not even a hundred rounds in I took it out the second day or the second time and got about mm, half a box in and blew the choke out of my barrel and I was a little bummed about it I was like oh, that's weird so I contacted SDS Imports and said hey this is what happened I provided pictures and told them exactly what happened what kind of ammunition I was using how I was shooting it. Uh, the fact that I, you know, what was going on and what I was doing with it, I, all the information that you would need. And uh, they did not respond. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as we and I never had that happen, uh, honestly, that just like a, a gun company, like a lot of times you'll get it back and they'll go, ha, sucks to be you. You probably should have been more careful. Like, that's what I was expecting. Uh, what I wasn't expecting is a full month. OK, 30 days go by before they sent me a response and they did send a response after I posted the show. Not that I think that's any big deal, but um, it's coincidental that after the, the show came out, they finally did respond to me and be like, Oh, what you mean? SDS doesn't listen. I'm pretty sure nobody does. However, <laughs> what I also am sure about is uh, they were not impressed. So they're like, look, if you want to, uh, uh, warranty this thing uh give us the uh a copy of the receipt a copy of your driver's license and we'll send you a form and you're going to send the you're going to fill out the form absolutely completely because if you don't fill it out absolutely completely we're not going to count it uh fill out the form absolutely completely and send that back to us and then we will send you an authorization saying that we either will or will not cover this. I'm like, but you you already know 
what happened. I sent you pictures. I told you what ammunition I was using. I, like all the stuff. No, no, no. We need the form. Okay. Then after you get the authorization, we'll send you a shipping label and you can send it to us and then we'll do any warranty work on it and then send it back to you. Uh, after this has been completed. And, and what I'm hearing, and Jake had the exact same reaction I did, what I was hearing is six months from now, if we deign to repair your gun, <laughs> we may give you another barrel. <laughs> and it's it's just so weird because I've dealt with, with warranty issues on guns all the time. You know, I mean, not that I it happens on everything or anything hey, like I, that, but... I, I, I dealt with this with I dealt with Walther. I've dealt with Sig. Now Walther, I will admit, and I did read this when I got the email in a nice German accent, was uh, basically a very polite version of you idiot. You're trying to put the spring on backwards. Um, but <laughs> nine, <laughs> you have put the spring on incorrectly, English. Yeah. But at the same time, there was Stupid a response. Americans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like a couple of days, a week at the outside, I would get a response from every other manufacturer. Now, I've put together a lot of guns and had a lot of inquiries, and not to, not necessarily just warranty stuff, but inquiries and, and parts requests. And Ithaca responds in, I don't know, two, three days. Just re- regardless of what it is, whether it's they can help or not, they respond within hey, if, two, three if days. If you remember when I was asking about a manual for the lever action uh, Black Aces for you, and the response I got was... Uh, yeah, we didn't make one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even if they can't help you, they're gonna tell you. <laughs> but you know? once again, at least they responded. <laughs> at least they told you. Yeah, we haven't got one of those. Sorry, sorry, our bad, y'all. We don't do that. Uh, even if it's that, they're they're normally always responsive and courteous, right? Uh, Henry jumps on that stuff. Um. Remington has a very, or, or used to, have a very organized response, you know, and a lot of times they're like, yeah, it sucks to be you, but here you go, you know, you, you, we'll refer you to the parts department, which I think could help you a lot more, pay for whatever you fucked up, is basically what they're telling you. Um, Winchester, uh, uh, Smith & Wesson, Glock, uh, my father's done several inquiries with Glock, and they're always responding most of the time, they're like, well, it's your fault, our products are perfect, but there you go. Um, you know, it, it, I've never had a gun company of, or a manufacturer of any kind just ignore me for a month. Like it's like, even if they were busy, um, the longest, I think silence I had was Beretta and they're like, look, we're understaffed. And it was during the pandemic and they're like, look, we're understaffed and we have a lot of stuff. We're sorry. It took a week to get back to you. And it did. It took like eight days. But still, they got back to me. They were very courteous. They helped me out. Uh, they got me the the pin I was requesting. It wasn't I, I messed it up. It was my fault. Um, but I didn't like it wasn't a part I could just necessarily order. They're like, yeah, we'll send you one here. You know, d- give us eight dollars. We'll send you one. It's like great. <laughs> you know, uh, stuff like that. Uh, these people let it go for exactly a month. And then there was this whole big-ass process and everything like that. And it got to the point where I was just like, oh, my God, I'm not going to go through it. Like, I'm just going to cut the barrel off. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to, like, saw it off, put a new, like, drill another, tap another hole, and well, put know, a sight on it. You know that's it. what they were hoping for. Oh, I'm sure it is, you know, because they don't want to deal with that stuff. Uh, if you wait long enough, maybe he'll just go away. Maybe he'll go away, you know, and, and I guess it just worked because, because one, I don't have a lot into this one. It was a gift Two, it's, it's a choke on a barrel, which honestly I can turn it into a turkey gun, you know, or a, a pheasant gun or something like that. Cause I, all I'll do is shoot close distance clays with it. Okay. You know, turn it into a slug. Gun. I, I don't know, you know, something. Because uh, it's just not that value. I mean, the thing is 200 bucks new. Okay, it's an automatic for 200 and some odd dollars new. Uh, and, you know, it's just, it's not like a, a, a $1,000 Beretta where you're just like, okay, you are going to make this right, right? Like, you're going to fix my gun because <laughs> this is expensive. <laughs> I, the worst part about it is also that's probably what was also going through their minds was, dude, it's, it's a $200 gun. What do you want us to do? Yeah. <laughs> 
And you know that's what they're thinking. You know, you knew it was crap when you bought it. I mean, I'm sure they wanted to write that. Look, you knew this was shit. Don't be blaming us because our products suck. You knew it sucked. You know, like you can feel the tone. Right? They want you to go away. Just buy another one. It'll cost more in shipping. Like, you can hear it in the back of your head. Uh, so, really, at this point, I just I can't recommend anybody buy this thing. <laughs> like, I really can't. I was super excited, like, wow, this is great. And, you know, they're doing, you get a, it's so much for so, no, it's, you really do get what you pay for with that kind of stuff. So, I just be careful, everybody out there. I'm sure there's other people out there with a happy SDS story for these automatics, but uh, not so much for me. Other than that, sir, you got anything else? I do not. Right on. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for downloading. And uh, we will see you next time. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawkseyeguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.